Welcome to Coffee with a Doc, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Glenn Schaefer, a practicing chiropractor with over 30 years experience helping people just like you with natural, holistic healthcare and lifestyle change. Dr. Schaefer is the creator of The Vibrant Lifestyle, a wellness program designed around six fundamental principles that when applied to your life will result in remarkable changes. Again, welcome to Coffee with a Doc, and here's Dr. Schaefer. Today, I'm going to be covering some natural sleep aids. There are certainly times when all of us have a little difficulty getting a good night's sleep, either falling asleep or staying asleep. Approximately 50 million Americans struggle with focus during any given day due to poor sleep, and roughly 150 million of us struggle at least one night a week getting a good night's rest. I've talked about our need for proper rest in episode number six, so I won't get go into all of the detail of that today. But having proper sleep allows our body to heal and rejuvenate. Occasionally, we all have a night or two that we just don't seem to sleep very well. Typically, these resolve themselves. But for some, getting a good night's sleep is difficult almost every night. Sleeping pills are not the answer. There are risks and the quality of sleep is very poor with sleep medication. Are there some natural sleep aids that can help? I found a few that I think can and without resorting to pharmaceuticals or medicine. First, let me review points from my six principles of the vibrant lifestyle. Getting proper amounts of exercise, which is principle number one, will help you get a good night's sleep. Also, eating properly, principle number two, will help you get a good night's sleep as well, as does proper structure and proper mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being. I always want to point out how these six principles work together. When you're working on the six principles, many positively impact each other. So proper exercise and nutrition, as I've mentioned, positively impacts sleep. Proper rest positively impacts most other principles, as does clearing out toxins. It positively impacts most of the other principles as well. So you're going to get sick of me reiterating this point, but it's so important to work all six principles. If you've been taking sleeping pills and think that's the answer for you, let me help you to reevaluate that thinking a little bit. These sleeping pills, they will make you feel drowsy and help you fall off to sleep, but they're sedatives and they relax your central nervous system. They can also be addictive, which is not a real good thing. Sedating your central nervous system slows down other aspects of your physiology as well, like your breathing. If you have a lung problem or lung-related issue, this will compound that problem. Additionally, sleeping pills have a negative impact on the quality of your sleep. Throughout the night, we actually go through cycles of light sleep and deep sleep, and this is natural. But sleeping pills do not allow these sleep cycles to function properly. With sleeping pills, there are also risks associated with the use and the quality of sleep is poor. Bottom line, if there's another way that's safer, let's try that. In episode six on proper rest, I talked about eliminating late night meals, those bigger meals, electronic usage the hour before you go to bed, eliminating caffeine and alcohol intake, evaluating the medications that you might be on. Some of them have a real negative impact on your sleep. Having a proper sleep environment, we discussed that. Addressing other health issues that could be helping to keep you awake or negatively impacting your sleep. Also having a set bedtime and wake up time is very, very important. 
as is having a quality mattress. So I'm not going to get back into all of those different things, uh, but if you have not listened to episode number six, I'd go back and do that if you've addressed those issues and still have difficulty getting a good night's sleep. I want to be able to give you some natural sleep aids, which is what I'm going to talk about today. Or maybe there's something that falls into one of those categories. For whatever reason, you simply have not been able to address that. Something that you know is, is keeping you awake at night. So I want to be able to give you some tools, some things that you can utilize to help you get a good night's rest. You should be able to fall asleep within about 20 minutes of getting into bed. So if you don't remember uh, the things that we covered in episode six on proper rest, or maybe you haven't listened to that one, I'd go back and do that. Uh, you need to kind of know what the rules are to getting a good night's sleep. For many, following the rules will lead to a great night's rest without the need for sleep aids. Okay, let me, let me dive into natural sleep aids. While I've mentioned to stay away from that late night meal, there are some foods that can actually help us to get, uh, get to sleep. I love Thanksgiving, one of my favorite uh, holidays of all. You kind of cook all day long, the family and friends are over, there's football on in the background, and then that mid-afternoon or late afternoon, sit down and eat, and later you sit down with some dessert and kind of fight to stay awake while you're watching football. There's kind of an old joke that uh, that turkey will make you sleep. Well, it's actually true. There's a high level of what's called tryptophan, which is an amino acid that's found in turkey that helps your brain get into a relaxed state, similar to the way uh, serotonin and melatonin do. Tryptophan can also be found in other foods. So we're going to use that to our advantage. Some of those foods are 100% whole grain oats, uh, quino, brown rice, uh, are examples of this. Obviously, turkey that I mentioned, nuts and seeds are beneficial. And there's tart-flavored, tryptophan-filled cherry juice. Uh, other sources include eggs, peanuts, and soy. Uh, it's best to combine these with a carbohydrate that helps to get the tryptophan into your system. And you don't really need a whole lot of this, so go very light on this. Maybe an hour before you go to bed, this kind of snack, including some of these foods. Here's another uh, natural sleep aid, essential oils. Essential oils are beneficial for a variety of, of conditions. They're also safe and natural with very little, if any, side effects. I love using my essential oils. I devoted episode number four to essential oils. There are several oils that are helpful for relaxation and getting to sleep as well as staying asleep. Lavender, vetiver, Serenity, it's a calming blend, bergamot, Roman chamomile, and a variety of others. These are doTERRA essential oils, and I highly recommend their products. There are several ways to utilize them. One is aromatically with a diffuser. Uh, diffusers create kind of a light mist, which contains the oil and puts it into the air, and then can be breathed into your system while you're sleeping. Uh, it's very popular. Many oils, uh, not all of them, but can be ingested as well, and most can be applied topically. Uh, if you'd like more information on essential oils, you can go directly to uh, my site, my doTERRA site, which is my.doTERRA.com forward slash Dr. Glenn Schaefer, D-R-G-L-E-N-S-C-H-A-F-F-E-R. And there's a whole kind of explanation, a lot of resources there on essential oils for a variety of conditions, but you can certainly search that for sleep and relaxation. Valerian root is another natural sleep aid. It has a relaxive and sedative effect. 
that can be found uh, in, in tea form or capsule at your local health food store. It has a calming effect on the brain and is very beneficial also for folks that struggle with anxiety. Well, there's a couple of minerals that are real, real important to uh, getting a good night's sleep. And again, we, we look back at uh, principle number two, proper nutrition. Calcium and magnesium are two of those minerals that help with getting a good night's sleep. Calcium is needed by the brain cells to help convert tryptophan into melatonin, which is part of the mechanism that kind of helps your brain unwind and get to sleep. Calcium is also very important during that REM sleep, which is your rapid eye movement phase of sleep which is an important phase of your sleep cycle. Proper calcium levels are needed for magnesium absorption, which is the other mineral that I'd like to talk about, magnesium. It's a calming type of nutrient, and therefore it produces a deeper and more consistent sleep. So we need both calcium and magnesium to help us get a good night's sleep. Some good foods that have a lot of calcium in them, uh, beans, lentils, yogurt, seeds, almond, leafy green vegetables. Um, they're also loaded leafy green vegetables with uh, magnesium, uh, bananas as well, whole grains, nuts, seeds, uh, legumes, uh, tofu, avocados, uh, almonds, spinach, pumpkin seeds, uh, peanut, black beans, brown rice, as I mentioned. So make sure you're getting enough uh, magnesium and potassium. It's another reason why I kind of recommend uh, multivitamin as well, just to kind of cover some of those bases, especially with minerals. Uh, it's real, real important. Let's talk about a handful of other natural sleep aids. There's a couple of brain activities that I actually uh, ran across that I thought were kind of interesting, and, and I, I kind of laughed because one of them I had utilized years ago, and, and no, it wasn't counting sheep, but I have done that before, believe it or not. First one is called a, a mantram, which really simply put is, uh, is repeating a, a word, a phrase, or a syllable over and over again. Theory behind this is that your mind will focus on that rather than other thoughts. For me, I would use a verse of scripture that has meaning for me, uh, a short one, uh, like the end of John 15, 5, apart from God, I can do nothing, or maybe uh, God is love. Uh, but for you, it can be anything. You can just pick a, a word or a phrase, something that's pleasing to you. Repeat that over and over again as you're trying to fall asleep. The second brain activity uh, to help you get to sleep is counting backwards from 300 by threes. Well, it's complicated enough. And as I said that, you probably thought through, well, uh, counting backwards from 300 by threes. It's complicated enough that you have to focus on it, which kind of blocks out some of the other thoughts that might be going through your brain that are keeping you awake. But it's boring enough that it will put you to sleep. It reminds me of counting sheep, which I said, uh, sheepishly, I admit that I have done before. And I've also counted back from 300 by threes. Uh, I've used that technique as well. Now, all these things, I, I keep saying, boy, I've tried this and I've tried that. It makes it sound like I don't get a good night's rest most of the time. But my wife will tell you otherwise. She tries to get in bed before I do because she knows once my head hits the pillow, pretty quickly I'm going to be asleep. And she hates it when she walks in the bedroom and I'm already sound asleep. So for the most part, I get a good night's sleep. But just like millions of other Americans, every now and then I have a little difficulty and I've utilized some of these particular techniques. My wife struggles uh, at night getting a good night's rest. We've used uh, Serenity and some of the other essential oils in a diffuser by the bedside, which have helped her immensely. Well, those last two uh, techniques were certainly the least expensive uh, sleep tools. They cost you a whole zero, and you can take them anywhere. Kind of a key thing there. 
So try those uh, if, if you're struggling. I mentioned you should fall asleep within about 20 minutes of getting into bed. If this doesn't happen, try getting up and going into another room and maybe reading from a book. You know, the, those things with paper pages, not electronic medium. We've talked about that. Electronic medium is not great before you go to bed. Select a boring reading material. You know, not a novel that you can get into that gets exciting or whatever, but something boring. Read until you get sleepy, then head back to bed. Uh, do some relaxing breathing techniques on the side of the bed, you know, those cleansing breaths. Occasionally, I will wake up in the middle of the night, maybe to go to the bathroom, or occasionally our dog wakes me up and, and says, you know, hey, I need to get a drink, and I got to go get her some water. And when I get back to bed, I might have a little trouble falling back to sleep. Uh, so if I don't fall asleep right away, I will go out and, and do a little reading. And typically, my eyes get pretty tired quickly, and I head back to bed, and I end up going right back to sleep. Well, there's no guarantee on uh, any of these natural cures for uh, insomnia or difficulties with sleep, but uh, each of them could provide you with some benefit. Uh, reviewing a little bit, establish a consistent bedtime uh, routine, kind of winding down at the end of the day. Uh, some material talked about maybe taking a you know, a warm bath or, or a shower, maybe even just a relaxing stroll, not a power walk, you know, exercising right before bed is not good either. While exercise in general helps you get to sleep, not right before bed. But relaxation, uh, meditation, prayer is also very beneficial. Uh, many nights I will simply fall asleep while I'm praying. That's, a, that's certainly a good thing. But go to bed at the same time every night. Try to get up at the same time. As I mentioned, uh, adequate exercise is, is real, real important. Reduce your intake of caffeine and alcohol, especially in the afternoon and evenings. And that late evening meal, stay away from that. Uh, some of those uh, natural uh, breathing exercises and meditation. Uh, another tip, uh, white noise. Um, there's a lot of these kind of quote-unquote sound machines. Very gentle, subtle background noise. And most of these machines have a variety of different, you know, just uh, trickling water to, you know, kind of wood sounds, uh, different things like that. Um, they're, they're very beneficial. A lot of people I know use them, and they, it really helps them to get to sleep and stay asleep. But another thing, don't, don't get obsessed over falling asleep. You can stress out worrying about falling asleep, which will keep you from falling asleep. And really, this does happen. And studies have proven it. Those people that are fretting about falling asleep don't tend to fall asleep very quickly. Uh, short naps during the day are okay, uh, but don't take long naps. Uh, you, you fall asleep for an hour and a half or two hours in the middle of the day. When you go to hit the bed at the end of the night, you may not be fully tired. But short little naps during the day are okay. Uh, spending time outdoors uh, for a period of time every day is very beneficial. Uh, but kind of that winding down period where the, where the lights get dim you know, uh, for an hour or so before you go to bed uh, is beneficial. And certainly uh, some of the natural sleep aids uh, that we've mentioned here from the tryptophan, valerian, uh, melatonin, some of the others are very, very beneficial also. Experiment with these until you find uh, one or two that work for you and follow the six principles of my vibrant lifestyle. Well, over the next couple of weeks, I'm going to cover... Uh, shoulder and hip issues outside of uh, back and neck problems in my chiropractic practice. I see shoulder and hip issues uh, very, very commonly. They're designed very similarly, and most of the time, uh, the issues with the shoulders and hips is very preventable. There's some things to do that can explain what those conditions are and what you got to do to kind of rectify them and then 
What do you do to keep them away? But I also want to have an interview with one of the pastors that heads up a recovery ministry here in my hometown of Fort Myers, Florida. Most people view recovery uh, where folks are, are there that are struggling, uh, recovering from a drug or alcohol addiction, which is true. There are people there with that. But the truth is we all struggle. Habits, hang-ups, different things, unforgiveness we have, bitterness, broken relationships. So maybe we had a difficult upbringing with our, our parents or whatnot, different control issues that we have in life. The list goes on, but there are a lot of things that we struggle with. Uh, this will be a, a fascinating session. I think we'll, we'll open your eyes to some, some help for you in, in some of these different areas. It's kind of part of that emotional, mental, and spiritual well-being Principle number four. I'm not sure which uh, order these uh, next couple of weeks will be in, but those will be the topics that we're going to cover. Well, audience uh, here at Coffee with the Doc is growing, so please continue to share these messages with your family and friends uh, if you find them of value. I know others will as well. I'm Dr. Glenn Shaper, and, and that's a wrap for today's episode of Coffee with the Doc.